Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, good evening, family, or good afternoon. Uh, the show is a little bit earlier than I generally have it, but I want to thank you all for joining me today. Now, today is Spiritual 411 Presents How God Talks to You. Now, originally, I was going to do the modes of prayer, and I, I do apologize, family. Um, it, it's just that, uh, you know... God moved it on my heart to talk about something else today, but we are going to actually do the modes of prayer. And apparently, um, uh, apparently the, the message today is about how God talks to you. And so I will say that literally this, this show idea came up only uh, approximately an hour ago. But here we're going to go uh, and talk about how God talks to you. So one of the things that, um, that King and I often stress is that um, we encourage meditation and prayer. Um, however, uh, if you are one of those people who don't, does not have what you would call a spiritual practice, there are a number of, way, number of ways that the, you know, that that God talks to you. And I am going to just highlight a few of them um, that I'm aware of because if you're, you know, the thing is, is that infinite intelligence, God, creation, whatever word that you give for that force that seems to be guiding and directing your life is always in communication with you. There is not a time in your experience when God is not, when infinite intelligence is not. You are always being pushed into the highest ideal and highest aspect of yourself, regardless of what it is that you may do. And here's one of the things that I will share with you is that um, you always have a choice as to whether or not you choose to listen to that voice, uh, whether or not you choose to listen to the signs that creation is giving you. So, okay, so one of the ways that infinite intelligence actually has, that communicates with you is through your feelings. When you are having those moments where you're having that gut reaction about something and you're just saying to yourself, you know, whether you're thinking to yourself whether or not you should go with it or whether or not you should, if you don't have that that green light from inside, that feeling that says, Wow, this is a this is a go and you are going in in an opposite direction of what that feeling is, then it may not necessarily be for you if you're not feeling absolutely gun ho about it. And, and it's just, and that is one of the ways that infinite intelligence talks to you. I'm going to give you uh, a for instance. Okay, say for instance, if you are about to enter into a business deal, uh, whether or not it's a business, you know, if you don't have that green light of, of, you know, feeling good about the business and, you know, 
uh, thinking about the hiccups, if there is not a, a wellspring of joy that comes up in you when you think about the business, if you don't absolutely love it, then it is not for you. And that is one of the ways that God talks for you. Now, this is just a for instance, but this is just one instance. But however, you know, that can actually come in and a number, uh, you know, that could be applied to anything. Like I'm going to give another uh, example, which is whether or not a person is for you romantically or not. It comes up during those times as well, and you have your, you know, you're kind of intuitively figuring out, you know, whether or not this person is possible match, whether or not they are. Sometimes you will just have this gut reaction, like, well, you know, I'm just, I'm not excited about this person, or you, you know, they're. Everything appears to be cool, but there's just something that is not quite right. That is God, your higher self, talking to you, the highest aspect of yourself. And the highest aspect of yourself is God. Let us, you know, and let me see if I could come up with another idea. What if, you know, there are times when you are getting an intuitive knowledge to take a different direction to work, say, for instance, work than you normally would take. It's like that internal, uh, that internal feeling of, and you just, you don't have an explanation for why, but instead of going, uh, instead of going the other direction where you are kind of being guided and directed to, you take your normal route and then you end up being a part of a traffic jam because of a car accident that hadn't taken place. And you, you're just saying to yourself, oh, you know, I, I should have listened. So one of the number way, one ways that God talks to you is through your feelings. Now, another way that God talks to you is through other people. Now, the thing is, is that, you know, I'm going to give an example. Say, for instance, you're thinking about an idea or, or you know, a problem or something that you are wanting to, um, that you're wanting to put forward. And I'm going, and I have an example that actually came up for me today because uh, today, uh, there's a there's a there was a women's fellowship that I attended um, uh, at the church that King and I attend, and anyway, one of the challenges that I've had uh, was coming up with a song um, that is in praise of masculinity. Now, there are plenty of love songs about it, but the the thing is, is that I did not necessarily want to bring that love energy into it. I just wanted to hold up masculinity because Reverend Jamal Gilliam is going to be coming here tomorrow, and he's going to be talking about the sacred masculine. But I wanted to 
<laughs> I wanted to have a song that was sort of appropriate in holding up uh, masculinity and men and and good men and 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 really just putting that energy out there. And I was having the toughest time. And mind you, I'm kind of mindful of the fact that many of you who are actually listening to me um, don't actually live here in the United States. And all of you may not have come from the same background um, that I have with um, being a black person here in the United States. So I'm mindful of that, and I want to and, and be all sort of all-encompassing, but I was having a tough time finding a song. So at the Women's Fellowship, we had this particular game that we played where we wrote what, what it was that we needed. And when I said something that we needed, we weren't necessarily talking about paying bills. We're talking about something like babysitting, that babysitting was something. Um, Someone needed someone to take their child to uh, school for one day come next month. Another person wanted to learn Spanish. Uh, Another person wanted an exercise routine. Another person wanted to wake up on time for Sunday service. Uh, They, you know, that they ran the gamut. Those were the examples. Well, my, my, um, my need was that I first I simply wrote down I wanted show ideas for relationships because uh you know I wanted to sort of expand what it is that we we talked about in terms of of relationships and things of that nature on another show that we do called One Love One Connection with Us. And yeah, but you know that that's not really all that tough for me to come up with those ideas. But then what popped into my head just like instantly because this was something that I had been praying on because I've been having a tough time finding a song. Uh, I was like, well, let me go ahead and write down, uh, you know, that I need music that praise masculinity. And (laughs) I will say, you know, what happened was, out of that experience, uh, out of that experience, it turns out that the person whose name I pulled, <laughs> the person whose name I pulled, um, was the same person who picked the one for me. Uh, I wanted idea, I wanted more ideas for the show, and um, I wanted a song of that praise masculinity. And I, when I talked to the, uh, when I was talking to the women in, in this fellowship circle, and they were, you know, they asked about, and she was like, oh, you know, um, the, I think the 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 person who is the minister of the church, the pastor, said, well, you know, I have ideas all the time, but I was explaining that I wanted a song that praised masculinity, but I did not necessarily want it to be a love song. And I explained to them that Reverend Jamel Gilliam was going to be coming, um, you know, tomorrow on the show, and he was going to be talking about sacred masculinity, and I wanted that to be. And sure enough, you know, right there in that instance, I got my answer. 
And it can't it did not come from me, it came from somebody else. But if I had not had that light bulb moment that that light bulb moment was infinite intelligence way of of letting me know that this was the place where I was going to get my idea. And that was God communicating with me and you know, voila, I have a song. And I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to listen in tomorrow in order to hear that song. I'm not going to share it with you tonight or share it with you today. Um, but that's just one example of how God talks to you. And sometimes it it can be kind of eerie of about how um, – God talks to you like, like, you know, how, you know, how often have you had somebody just sort of turn around and just say something to you that was right on point with what it was that you were thinking about, or it was right on point with the answer that you need. That is how God talks to you. And also, God also just, there are times when uh, infinite intelligence, God, creation, will just, you know, outright tell you this is not a good idea or this is a good idea or you should go with that, that good reaction, that um, that intuitive, like, that intuitive wisdom. And infinite intelligence is looking for you, looking to express through you and to give you give you what it is that you want in a way that is best for you. Now, the other ways, uh, you know, these are just sort of the, these are just some of the examples when, when, you are, you know, the way that infinite intelligence comes to you. And the thing is, is that oftentimes people really do not think about the fact that God is is communicating with you. They just think that the ideas are, uh, ideas are coming out of nowhere, are coming out of their memory. But truly, a lot of times the the questions that you are desiring those things that express the needs of the soul are oftentimes being expressed like you know in some ways um we know that there are things that we put off and we have that idea for writing writing a book or we have that idea for starting a business and we put those things off when let's just put it this way or we have an idea that is just so big and so broad that when we look at that thought or that idea we say to ourselves, well, how would I make that happen? I mean, well, that just seems just a little bit too big for me. Um, and, and that's, and let's just put it this way, when God communicates with you, God does not do anything small. God does it on a big scale. Uh, when, especially when God is seeking to express God's self through you. 
uh, if it doesn't scare you, then it do, it isn't worth doing. And it is not God scale. It's not God size. God doesn't really do anything small. He does take care of small things, but he doesn't do anything really small uh, on a small scale. And so when that happens, many of you may be asking, well, you know, I'm having a hard time with this vision. I don't know how to make that come to fruition. Here's a thought. Okay. So my, I want you to keep in mind that God's, God sees you as you who you really are. If what it is that God is looking for you to do is to uh, to be someone different or to be more out there, then what you could do is you could have a sit you know, a chit chat with God and let's say, God, look, um, I see this vision that you have for me. Um, although I know that where I am at right now is not, uh, you know, I'm not where I need to be with that. But what would you have me do next? And wait for the answer to come. And mind you, sometimes some of the answers will come quickly. And other times (laughs) they won't come so quickly. But however, it will come. Sometimes what your idea requires is some mentorship. And so it is incumbent upon you to take action and take steps in order to have God's vision for you come through here on the planet. Perhaps it is surrounding yourself with different people. Perhaps it's requiring of you to change. And that's another thing. And my, I want you to be cognizant of this that God's vision's for you, creation's vision for you, if an intelligence vision for you is much bigger than anything that you can have for yourself. But I got to tell you, if you get on God's ride for you, if you get on God's vision for you, it will be one of the most glorious experiences that you could have. But, you know, you don't have to take my word for it. You, you know, just ask those people that seem to be living God's, uh, living God's grace, God's purpose. They live big lives, um, may, maybe not always uh, as popular. They tend to be well-known. But um, when, when you are truly in alignment, the, you know, just do the steps that you know how to do in order to move in that direction of God's vision for you. The other ways that <laughs> that benefited intelligence um, talks to you is through the manifestation of illness. Now, many of you who are probably listening and like, well, how is that possible? How is it that that God talks to you uh, through an illness? When a person is out of alignment with 
their authentic self, what begins to happen is that it begins to manifest in the body. One of the issues that I know that I've had for a number of years now is with my thyroid. And one of the, you know, um, the thyroid is near near where the throat chakra area would be. And it's a it's a organ that, that looks like a butterfly that's uh that seems to surround um the windpipe. And one of the things that would happen when I was younger because I I think I was diagnosed when I was about fifteen, sixteen, not I think it was I was I was 17 going on 18. And one of the things that would happen is oftentimes I would not speak up for myself. <laughs> uh, I would not speak up for myself. I would bury my feelings. Um, I was not living as authentically as I, as I should have. And I used to swallow a lot of the anger and guilt that I had towards uh, towards people and on myself. And what manifested was a thyroid that was uh, overactive. And then I had the radioactive iodine, um, which, you know, the allopathic community's idea of solving the problem was to kill the organ, <laughs> You know, that's another story. Anyway, um, the thyroid itself um, is hypothyroid now. I didn't actually have the thyroid removed, but um, I, with the radioactive iodine, it knocked out the, the thyroid. And so now, like, the issue tends to be um, whether or not I'm stressed out about a situation or stress uh, when I'm stressed it it begins to uh affect the the adrenal system and guilt shame um can burn out the adrenal system. I recently called Dr. Gibson's show and I was specifically asking about the healing of my thyroid. And what he shared with me was that uh, the guilt that uh, I had over some of my family situation and not having my children live with me and also like the things that I, you know, the things in their behavior that I find troubling. And so I have some ideas and thoughts of how to make that work, but uh, because they're being taken care of by their father, I, you know, I, and the just the nature of the relationship that I had with him and the losses that I had experienced because of that, he said that they were burning out your adrenals. He's like, I could actually hear it in your voice. And one of the things I will say <laughs> is uh, Dr. Gibson's um, 
you know he he's he 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 can read people very very easily very he can look at you and tell tell you what's going on he can listen to your voice and tell you what's going on and he says and you know especially he's like the these are some major losses and what he recommended for me was the spiritual um uh no excuse me it's called the conscious mind cleansing and and he said to he suggested that I go ahead and listen to that on a daily basis and have my thoughts be focused in on the relationship that I have with my ex-husband as well as the children in order to combat that. So I will say that when I had that um when I had I, I mean I had the conscious mind cleansing but after I started listening to, uh, after I start, uh, after I listened to the conscious mind cleansing, um, the amount of fatigue that I suffered during the middle of the day had actually gone down. But I, I had come to this place in my experience where uh, infinite intelligence was talking to me about me move, me having to move forward and not dwell on the things of the past. But that, you know, that I needed clarity, especially when it came to my thyroid, because it's it's completely possible to reverse the effects of what's going on with the thyroid. Um, However, I needed some opening and clearing um, because I was not in an emotional space to see that clearly for myself. So that isn't but this manifestation of this illness and the manifestation of the illness itself is that I, you know, came down to, I need to speak my truth. Also, um, also just be sort of mindful of my thoughts, uh, thoughts and moving forward, um, and not dwelling on the past. Um, and just again, really, the biggest thing is speaking my truth and not harboring so much guilt and shame over the things that that I've experienced that I that for the most part I have been how shall we say that the time that I've spent away from my children really has been a place where I have been getting stronger so that I'm more emotionally capable of taking care of them in a way that is operating in a place of strength as opposed to where I was when I had been in the marriage that I was within with my ex-husband. And that was one of the things that came through to me um, when when I, you know, when I had my chat with God about it. But just know that when, when illness shows up, it really is an opportunity for you to take a look at what's happening in your experience um, to to have a closer relationship with God 
God is God is trying to tell you something. You know that song. God is trying to tell you something. God is trying to tell you something. Um, when when an illness shows up, and I'm not talking about those people who are born born with with illnesses. I'm talking about you've been operating and looking at operating in your day to day life, and and you know things. You know, you've been operating in a chronic way or your your mindset about an issue has been operating in a certain way that what begins to happen is illness begins to manifest. There is a book a called uh, How to Heal Your Life by Louise Hay that, that gives a, a really good breakdown of what, um, illness, uh, what the manifestation of illness means, the metaphysical meaning of an illness. And if you are looking to gain some clarity on what your issue may be, it that is a good reference. That's a good place to start on how to heal your life. And one of the things that Louise Hay actually works with is with affirmations. And with the affirmations, you can clear up those uh, clear up those issues that you may have. But I will admit that for for those to work, for the affirmations to work you have to repeat them over and over again um, in order to make them happen. But that is a tool that you can use. Also, you will also find that if you are looking to address an issue, you, uh, issue especially when it comes to health, there will be other things that manifest before you in terms of what you can do in order to deal with them. If you decide um, to... Uh, go outside of the uh, the allopathic part where you go talk to people with that deal with medicine. So that is it. Go, this is ha- I, it was totally my intention to have this be a really short show um, to talk about this. But again, when God talks to you, when you don't have a spiritual practice, God talks to you, you know, sometimes literally, where, you know, through your feelings, uh, through your feelings, giving you guidance as to whether or not you should take a path or whether or not you shouldn't. And just so you know, when you do, <laughs> when you do not uh, trust those intuitive feelings that come up initially, all you're saying is that I'm I'm signing up for an experience when you do. The next way that God talks to you is through people, by providing you with the uh, providing you with the insight and the answer to things that you may be thinking in. God communicates with you by giving you a very very large vision for your life, and when that happens. Um, especially if it's not big and it doesn't scare you, then it did not come from God. Uh, however, when you get those God-sized uh, God goals and dreams, 
what you should do is sit down with God and say, okay, I need to, I need to take a hold, you know, I would like to live this thing out. Um, guide me as to what I should do next. And you will come up with ideas of what you need to do next. Also seek out mentorship uh, for those people that would be able to assist you with making that happen. Um, also, um, also, you consider if there's anybody who's doing something similar or close to whatever that vision is, then you need to start that process of surrounding yourself with those people who are living that particular experience so that you can begin to uh, learn through uh, osmosis as well as uh, as well as change up your paradigm and your your the people as the people around you because you become a lot like the people that you surround yourself with, and God also communicates with you through illness and the manifestation of illness. I'm not talking about people who are born with with whatever health issues that they may have, but these are just things that that come up. So that is it. I think that we will sign out with uh, Guy Byers Beckwith. Um, I walk in the love of God. Oh, and by the way, all right. So Reverend Jamel Gilliam, he is going to be on tomorrow. And he's going to be talking about the forgotten sacred masculine. And also, Reverend Jamel's church, the Centers for the Universal Centers of Love, is going to be opening on December 3rd, uh, December 3rd at 10:30 a.m. And he is he's the you know that is going to be his first service and if you are in the Baltimore area we are encouraging you to come and the address is 213 West Reed Street that's R E A D Street in Baltimore Maryland again the address is 213 West Reed Street in Baltimore, Maryland. So come join us for uh, his first service, and uh, we will be seeing him. We're also going to be bringing on Reverend Jamel tomorrow, and he's going to be talking about his ministry and his brand. So please join us tomorrow. But um, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Just know that I love you. I bless you. I appreciate you. I thank God for you. And I know that wherever you are, God is. Blessings to you. Oh
Show.